0: Welcome to Holistically You Podcast. My name is Sam and I am your host. This is a holistic destination for athletes, foodies, and health seekers just like you who want to live a more wholesome life. My mission is to create conversations that will help you boost your performance, life, and overall health through food, natural remedies, and mindset changes. So follow along with me to change your health for the better and become a happier, wholer you. Hello, and welcome back to another week of Holistically You podcast. As you know by now, or if you're new here, I'm Sam, I'm your host, and I'm a collegiate runner who is on the path to be a dietitian, and I'm here to help you with all things mental health, nutrition, performance-based mindset, and more so. This week's topic was kind of spur of the moment because I had a real breakthrough in my thought process this past week. And it has everything to do with dealing with food comments, how to deal with triggers, and just growing up and kind of realizing that it's not always about you. Other people's comments are not always about you so what kind of brought all this up was i had a counseling like therapy session the other day and and we kind of talked about how far my mindset has really shifted with certain triggers in my life and you know whether this is something that is said whether it's someone in particular someone's looks someone's food choices whatever And just to to give you some background about how I kind of came to this realization was I just got back from a cross country camp at which I was a counselor for high school runners and I would take them through the week and we would set goals and we would talk about running, talk about nutrition, all of that. And it was honestly so fun. It was truly a week to remember. And I mean, there's just so much talent there, so much positivity just good runs good quality runs meaning good people i i even like i posted a little vlog of it on TikTok, and all the comments literally all the comments were like oh my gosh everyone looks so nice and supportive and you know i i really found that to be true i found that the best runners and just like the running community in general has led me to meet such Amazing people and some of the most kind inspiring individuals thus far in my life So just a little side note on that it made me thankful for just running in general and to be able to be there And to also be you know somewhat of a leader at this level as well I've actually helped out at this camp for a few years now, but this year was was different this year it I truly felt like more of a shameless leader shall we say Because in the years past when I helped, I was still uber obsessed with my image and uber obsessed about the dining hall meals and the weird schedule and, you know, wanting to look like the high school girls, wanting them to think that I looked like a runner. And it gave me a lot of shame to lead a small group of girls and be like, you know, this is what college running should look like because I wasn't that balanced. I got triggered by every little thing. I wanted to be the smallest person in the room, the best runner in the room, you know, have the healthiest, cleanest plate in the room. And this year, after not even being physically able to be a counselor at that camp last year, I just had such an appreciation to be there and to run. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna step up this year, okay? I'm gonna step into this role And I'm going to go for it. And I spoke at a lot of the nutrition talks and I had to say the words, you know, I'm going to be a dietitian in less than a year because, oh my god, it's going to be a reality soon and I want to practice what I preach, you know? So in theme with today's episode, we're going to talk about how I let my healthy voice overcome the eating disorder voice. And even if you don't have an eating disorder or anything in regards to that, this will still apply to you because we all know how diet culture makes us super, you know, hyper-focused by anything these days related to image and aesthetic and superiority. So stick around to learn kind of the background behind these triggers and where they stem from, as well as mindset changes to deflect the mean comments or backhanded compliments that you may be getting. Okay. Okay so food comments let's let's discuss because going through college this is one of the biggest things i see on a day-to-day basis whether it's like oh my god you can eat all of that or you know something like wow you're eating close to nothing or you know some sort of comment that somehow correlates the food choice to the person's image for example like how are you so skinny when you eat like that or even, oh, that's why you look the way you do. Anything along those lines, okay? There's anything, and, and what tends to happen is that we let these comments bother us and dictate our own personal food choices based on someone else's opinion of us. But guess what? It's not their body, it's not their health, and what they say has zero correlation to what you should eat. Unless you are paying them, for medical advice no one should be getting to you deep down on your food choices some people yes they may have constructive criticism or you know helpful criticism that is maybe trying to help you you know maybe some people see that you're not eating enough and they just want you to eat a little bit more but at the end of the day it stems from some sort of insecurity within themselves or you know if it bothers you so much Then it's ultimately something that still needs to be healed within you you know whether you're worried about what people think of you based on what you look like or your food choices or or how you perform whatever it's most likely about them how they feel about themselves and it also kind of brings up something that maybe you need to heal within yourself i'll give you a little story about the first time i was genuinely shocked and embarrassed about what I put on my plate based on what someone else said. And and looking back, this was like a pinnacle moment to drive my, my ed, to, to drive my eating disorder. I was at this retreat junior year of high school, and this was when my health was like tip top priority. And I was starting on the clean eating train and being obsessive about running, what I was eating, all of that. And all week at this retreat I was eating, you know, quote-unquote, perfect. And and like I said in last week's episode, there really is no perfect food. And, you know, perfect should be focused on eating the right amount for your body, you know, not the food itself. So anyway, side note on that. But nonetheless, all week I had been having nothing but veggies and fruits and, you know, little amounts of this, whatever. And by the end of the week, my cravings for something other than those foods were through the roof. Like, I couldn't stop thinking about food, you know, sweets, carbs, anything that I wasn't giving my body. And this was because I wasn't giving my body the allowance of any of that. And so on the last day, they had this chocolate cake with rainbow sprinkles. And I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, Sam. Okay. I'll allow you to have it, but just one. In just this once and then you can go back to normal routine nobody will even notice and you know what as soon as i put it on my plate as soon as i grab a, a just a tiny slice of that thing someone automatically said sam are you actually having cake and oh my gosh and okay i I'm sure this person had nothing but the purest intentions. I mean, they were sweet. They were my friend. It was probably more along the lines of like, wow, like Sam, you're human too. You know, but holy shit. I focused on this comment so much. I ultimately felt like an utter failure. I felt like a fraud. And it stuck with me for years. I I mean, clearly, because I'm still recalling the story to this day. But, you know, see, the comments can... They can happen whether the person has bad intentions or not, whether it's used to try and hurt you or to make you question your decisions. But looking back, whenever I recall a comment like this in all types of situations, it really has more to do with the other person rather than me, who they are questioning, right? Like it's usually an insecurity when people say, you know, wow, you eat so healthy because deep down they worry they aren't eating as healthy as they should be. Or when they say you know wow you eat all of that they're looking for a boost of reassurance that they don't eat a lot or they don't eat the most in the room and that makes them feel somewhat smaller and superior in some way you know in our current society that's that superiority right which is just so sad and backwards to me i mean it has taken me four years to learn this concept to learn That it's not really about me and they're not trying to call me out and draw attention to me. They're they're looking for some sort of validation in their words. And it doesn't even have to be about food all the time, right? Like how many times have you said something like offhand to your parent and they go, you know, wow, aren't I just the worst in the world then? And it's taken me my whole damn life to realize that that guilty feeling I'm supposed to feel from those words, from those comments, is none of my responsibility to take on. It's ultimately an insecurity that needs to be worked out in the other person before I take that on emotionally. I mean, think of, of a time someone has done this to you. Another example is drinking, partying, going out. I mean, I have been made to feel like such a loser sometimes for staying in some nights. And some people have, over the years, really let me know that, you know? Like, oh, oh Sam doesn't go out. She's such a goody-good. Like, don't even invite her. Or, you know, they treat you like crap when they're hungover the next morning and you just got back from a run or whatever. Ultimately, you know, I've learned they're really insecure and worried about themselves at the end of the day. Everyone is so focused on themselves. Whether they feel bad for doing that, whether they're self-loathing, whatever. And the reverse is true, too. You know, there's the situations with the self-righteous comments knocking on people who do go out to make themselves feel reassured or superior to people who do drink or or stay out late. You know, I see both sides all the time. So, you know, I don't know if you have another example of this. Definitely let me know of a time this happened to you and we can kind of talk about it. But, I mean... The comments are are everywhere, and they're inevitable sometimes. And people will unintentionally say these things, but also sometimes intentionally say these things. But again, it is not your responsibility to take on the comments and see them as true. You decide who you are. You decide how you want to be perceived. And as soon as you start believing in that and trusting in that, the easier it is to not let those things bother you. Another little story, and um, one that was really significant that I shared on TikTok, actually. So you might have already heard this, but when I went running the other day, I, uh, I went for a long run, and I had this whole route planned. And during the run, I, I really actually needed water in the moment, and I wanted to stop at a bathroom. So I kind of veered off the path a little. And I found this restroom, and it was kind of, you know, a spontaneous thing, not really planned. While I was on my way over to this bathroom, I see the girl, I, I see this girl in the car and she's blaring music. I didn't really think anything of it except, you know, like, dang girl, it's 8 AM, like, what are you doing? But you know, I just kept jogging, and didn't do anything. And I was, I reached the bathroom door and then I hear a car at the stop sign behind me. And it was there for a minute. You know, you can hear like a car's engine. So I, I kind of heard it. It was lingering past the five second stop sign rule. And I automatically think, oh God, it's some creepy man just like sitting there. So I turn around and it was the girl from before. And she flips me off right when I look at her. So I'm thinking, oh shit, (laughs) this girl is really angry. But do I know what for No, I, it's clearly, it's not about me, obviously. She could be having a bad day. She could be just angry at the world. Who, who knows? As soon as I turn around, she screams, you should really run more, you're looking really fat. <laughs> and I explained in the TikTok, it has taken me years to realize that I am not fat. Okay, I'm a, I'm a collegiate runner, I run a lot of miles, I take care of my body, I'm not fat. Logically, I know that. But I had to be the one for myself to walk into that bathroom, look in the mirror, and tell myself, you know what? you're capable you're strong you've overcome a lot you're beautiful and you know that because it wasn't my responsibility to take her words as true she could have said them out of spite she could have said them out of jealousy she could have said them for the pure sake of hate i don't know and i don't care i brushed them off because they didn't have anything to do with me and that was a huge growth moment for me and it's possible to get to this point it's seriously I've said so many affirmations and I've listened to so many subliminals and really worked on training my subconscious to get to this point where I have to realize that most of the time, the only perception of me that matters at the end of the day is my own. And I wish that girl the best. I truly do. She needs something healed and I can't fix that. Only she can do that. So that's my little story on that. And it was a great breakthrough moment for me to realize that, you know what, I, I have really learned over the years not to take these things so personally. And obviously, I am oversimplifying it a little for your own sake, because we both know I don't have a d- degree in psychology. <laughs> but, you know, seriously, once I picked up this concept from my own personal experience, it was much easier to get through a meal, to get through body comments, to get through races and practices and workouts because when you're consumed by other people's opinions and their standards, you cannot perform at your best. I mean, think about Simone Biles, think about what just happened in the Olympics, right? A really relevant case of so much pressure and so much external comments and, and opinions being thrown at her that sometimes it's too much, and she's the elite of the elite. And she had to take a step back and be like, I need to take care of myself. And I have so much respect for that. And so, you know, that's a really relevant example, but you need to do that in your own life too. Other people's comments, they can drag you down, but if you don't let them get to you, they can't. So growth is realizing it is not about you. And I did, I realized that as I had such a great week last week at camp. And you know what, it's because I have repeatedly worked on my brain and rewiring the pathways to realize that I'm 22 years old. I wasn't made to look like a high schooler anymore. anymore. If I want to live a full life, I will not let dining hall foods for four days scare me into a downward spiral. And I don't want to be a dietitian that tells people, you know, have food freedom and, you know, everything in moderation but then not practice balance myself. I don't want to be the teammate that shows up on the line and and needs reassurance from everyone else around me by, you know, shouting my times out, shouting my PRs out, or, you know, on a day that I don't feel good, let everyone know that I don't feel good. You know, by the way, guys, I don't feel good, just so I can justify if I don't perform that well. Because I need to be the teammate that is sure of herself, that shows up and puts in the work, and no matter what, that stays present in the moment rather than feels the need to justify herself and her times and her worth in order to be looked at as a good runner. So how do we deal with these triggers head on? You know, besides saying, oh, it's not about me, it's about them, because that doesn't come as easy as first, right? I'm saying this from four years of experience. I guarantee freshman year, I never took a comment and said, oh, it's just about her. No way in hell did I, I I took that very personally. So it's not easy to do at first, but how do you realize your triggers? First of all, you write them down. You write down the experience, document it, explore it. How did it make you feel? Why did that comment bother you so much? What's missing in your own self-worth that you can work on? So number one, write it down. You can't beat something unless you recognize it, unless you know what you're trying to beat, right? Number two, don't feed into it. I want you to hear that comment and let it pass. Don't even fight back at first. Don't justify yourself. Just let it go. Because sometimes we feel the need to control how we're perceived, right? Like, we want everyone to think of ourselves a certain way. And if that changes, you know, we try as hard as possible to, to, to change their mind. We're like, oh, no, you know, it's just this once I went out. Or, you know, oh, no, go, no, guys, it's just this once I'm having a piece of cake. I promise. I promise. Or, you know, or if you're maybe afraid of people seeing you eat in general, you might be like, you know, this is the, the first time I'm having something all day to try and justify that. But for real, it's time to just own your own decisions. Let it pass. You can't control what they think of you, so don't let other people get a rise out of you, and don't let them switch your perception of yourself. And number three, this one I think is really, it's its the kicker, it's the hard one. When you get a comment, a glance, a remark, or whatever, I want you to silently say an affirmation to yourself. Every time there's a negative comment, you tell yourself a positive one. Doesn't even have to be about you. Could just be platonic about the food. If someone says, you know, are you going to eat all that? Just think to yourself, I am fueling my body for the day of activities that I have and it is okay. If you get a side glance on what you're eating, just focus on the food itself and how it tastes. You know, Do I like the flavor? What would I change about it? Do I like it? Do I not like it? Hmm, just kind of explore the food. Turn off the external distractions and just focus on what you're doing in the present moment. Tell yourself something you like about yourself even. Anything at all could be so random. If someone comments on your body, you know, you could just think to yourself like, I really like my outfit today because you know, my eyes are blue and it kind of makes my eyes pop, whatever. Just say this to yourself. I know it sounds silly, it might to you, but i promise don't take these these comments to heart and don't focus on them the more attention you give it the more power they have so when you focus on those little things it's harder to be so concerned about whether what other people are thinking so those are my 3 tips you know write it down don't feed into it let it pass and say the affirmations Just three steps on recognizing the triggers and deflecting the comments and not letting them get to you. Because you gotta start simple. You gotta start somewhere. And the more you're you're conscious of it, the more you're aware of it, the more you work on it, the easier it gets. If you take on these moments and these comments too much, you may end up coming with little rules, right? Like if you're letting them get to you or you're degrading your self-worth After you have a certain meal, a certain piece of food, a moment of lapse from your normal routine, you may develop some sort of strategy to to try and control that. And the easiest thing for your brain for self-control is to develop rules. If you're finding that you're being super rigid about food, spontaneous plans, etc., I want you to write these rules or needed perfections down. So go and grab some paper, pull up your notes app, start to write them down. As Again, as soon as you're conscious of them, the easier they are to break. And trust me, food rules are meant to be broken. I have and have had so many rules. And I don't want to give too many examples because I don't want to create one for, for you or someone else. But literally, you know, they were just as simple as I have to wait X amount of time to, to have food after this next meal. You know, no snacks. I couldn't have the same food twice in one day. Just, just things like that. And they seem so small, but they were so serious to me. But you know what I pictured after a while? My life in the future. Was I going to be that mom that held her kids back from enjoying life because of my own rules? Was I going to be that person with no friends as an adult because I said no to everything while I was still young? Like, it just made my future life seem so simple and so small. And it didn't sound as appealing to me. It didn't sound appealing to me to be a dietitian, to talk about food all day with people, and then to go home and and uber control it myself. It just seems so hypocritical. And no, this this perception didn't necessarily fix my food rules right away, but I began to challenge them, little by little. I would have a food at a weird time of day, all the time freshman year, you know, because a track and being on their schedule and not my own. It was a really hard time for me because I was on someone else's schedule and my life was a little bit shaken up and... After a while, I broke my rules constantly without even thinking about it. And, you know, next thing I know, one day I'm biting the bullet and packing a snack for some event because I knew it was really long and I was going to get hungry. And I had to eat it in front of people despite knowing that I would get comments, get the questions like, oh, Sam, what are you eating? getting looks, and and every time I did it, it got easier. So write them down, all of them, and begin to just check them off, scratch them off, cross them off, because it's important to live life without the rule book, without a hyper fixation on doing everything so god darn perfect all the time. The food comments can get to you. People are curious beings. People wanna know for their own benefit what you're doing. And sometimes that's just the way it goes. And I promise you, it doesn't go away as you grow up. It's it's happened to me freshman year. It still happens to me this day. People question, what are you having? Why are you having that? Blah, blah, blah. It just gets easier the more that you just kind of accept that it's going to happen and you have to have a strategy to cope with it. You have to deflect the comments and not let them get to you. Notice your triggers. Notice what actually bothers you. Move on from it and realize that it's your life and that it's just one little moment. So if one little moment, one little comment bothers you, just let it pass. Let it pass because you have a full life to live. A full one. Okay, that's it for me today. Just some moments about triggers, about realizing that many a time people who criticize you are saying those comments out of their own personal interest, okay? So whether they need reassurance from you, whether they need to feel superior in that moment, whether they are honestly saying it out of flattery because they admire how balanced you live your life or how healthy you live it or whatever, most of the time the comments aren't really about you, okay? So break the food rules, say some affirmations, and just start to focus on living a fuller life. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen. If you haven't checked out my earlier episodes, you should definitely go do that. Share your favorite one with a friend. Be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and leave a review because it really helps me out, helps me know what you like, what you don't like, all of that jazz, or even just follow on Spotify if that's your preferred platform. Again, thanks for listening. Your support means the world to me. And don't forget to shoot me a DM or email on anything you want to hear or talk about. So have a great day. Have a great week. Love ya. We'll talk next week.